This week's episode of the Tunanishu podcast is brought to you by Bloody Body of Christ, the new Christ Cracker Wine Craze, where the crackers are already soaked in the wine, so you're able to receive both the body and the blood of Christ at the same time. In this divine concoction, which has been preloaded into a Nerf gun for safety purposes, obviously, and can be delivered quickly and efficiently directly to your mouth. There are at least three other things I'm able to quickly and efficiently deliver directly to your mouth. Unfortunately, my voice is not one of them this week because I am a little bit out of my element here. I'm in a different environment. I'm a little bit of a fish out of water here, if you will, and it's my own doing. I put myself in this circumstance and I've been kidnapped, so I'm in some type of a van or barrel Maybe it's one of those outside sheds they sell at Home Depot and they've put wheels or something on it. Or maybe it's just hanging from a crane or something. I always feel an odd weightlessness if I'm not directly on ground. Whether I am a fish out of water or a wish out of fodder, it doesn't really matter all that much to me. What mattered to me was hiring somebody to point a gun at me the entire episode. That was all I wanted, and I went on Craigslist and made a posting in order to find somebody to do that, and I did, but apparently they also saw that as an opportunity to kidnap me. However, I was fortunate in being able to convince them to allow me to continue doing my podcast while being kidnapped, because what else am I going to do? I'm just going to sit there. That doesn't do anyone any good. It's all this wasted time and potential and energy that kidnappers usually are not utilizing. I'm not saying that I support kidnapping. I just want it to be done right if it's going to be done, and there's so much more that could be done with it. There have to be some really great kidnappers out there. There were great murderers that we heard about. There are people that were great at like fraud and other types of crime that we've heard about. But I don't know any of the great kidnappers. I've never heard their names or what they did. Usually it's a cult. That's about the closest thing is a cult. And with that, they've convinced the people somewhat. So it's not even really entirely kidnapping, I don't think. If I were going to be doing some kidnapping, I'm pretty sure I'd have a trombone involved. I'm not sure just in what capacity. I just think that I would probably want a trombone somewhere in the mix. Maybe it's just the out-of-place inappropriateness of it. Like talking about kidnapping and comedy to some people, I know there are going to be people out there that would be upset by that idea and don't think that it's right. They just need to be kidnapped by good kidnappers. And those people, and there are so many of them now, and they've gotten so much momentum and other people involved with that activity, are like monkeys in a barrel which is an incredible and awesome toy and one of my all-time favorites. It's just a plastic barrel filled with plastic monkeys, and the monkeys are shaped almost like S's with their arms, and they're shaped that way because they can link together. And when you do that, when you join their S-shaped arms, it makes a chain. And the chain hangs incredibly well vertically, and to a certain degree, it can hang somewhat horizontally. But when and if it does that, there's a curve to the chain, and it's a lot more likely that it's going to unlink and fall apart, like this metaphor or idiom or whatever this is has done. So back to this bloody body of Christ concoction idea that I had. 
which was an idea that I had while listening to somebody else talk about how during COVID they had received their cracker and wine, and I got really far down all kinds of different rabbit holes from this idea and ideas I had from it after. My favorite being Jesus Christ popsicles, which I was really excited about, and when I looked it up to check to see if somebody had done it, they had already done it. With the stick in the shape of a cross, which Jesus is printed, crucified on it, and of all the colors available, they chose to go with red for the popsicle. Almost as good as an idea as Jesus himself. My best idea lately, or at least my favorite so far, has been to run for mayor. I saw an article on AZ Family that said that the Glendale mayor was accused of telling Gila River Arena employee to eat shit and die. Above that headline is, I'm guessing, a quote from him, which is, My response was appropriate. It was, fuck you. Get out of my garage. I want to say stuff like that to people so bad. I need to. Plus, I want that dude to be my friend and neighboring town mayor. Oh, it rained the other day. We finally got some rain just out of nowhere. When I woke up, it was actually like overcast and cloudy out and it almost smelled like rain. And then it did smell like rain because it was raining. Water was coming out of the sky and a lot of it ended up coming out of the sky for a long time throughout that day, like half the day. That's a big deal here in Arizona. Always, at any time, any rain, because we don't get it much. This was the most that it had rained here at that time of year since like 1965 or something. It was really nice and really needed, like in that Hilary Duff movie, or like how science keeps saying how we don't have enough water here in Arizona and it's probably just going to keep getting worse and worse. I told one of my friends that recently moved about the rain, and he said that he misses Phoenix every now and then. I told him I miss Phoenix when I throw darts at a map. It's a map of Phoenix. I'm bad at darts. I think the van or whatever kidnapping containment I'm in is about to slow down, so we're going to take a quick commercial break. A distance to separate sound. Pace to place inside. Cold eye as I cope. And no... That wasn't what I meant to say. It doesn't match what I felt. What you'll never know. Blows turned to lashings, scarred upon the back of my soul, which carries your world and mine and all the world I imagine trying to create. Pierce this rage with a hollow gaze, and I'll give you handfuls of mercy to a god never written, never saved, as I rested tired feet in a water and wrestled with toils that linger. Stinging eyelids pride opened wait in a mournful state for bounties left unpaid to the state I'm in, afraid to concentrate. I like using poetry for commercials because advertising makes me uncomfortable, and I only pray to God to ask him if I can speak to his manager. I'm worried. We've become tolerant of other races to some extent. We're starting to accept homosexuals, and even now I'm hearing about transgender. What kind of ignorant shit is left to hate each other for after that? Can we finally actually focus on character? I'm gonna go stare at the wall and hope it doesn't hurt me. Hope is cheap. I don't want any more hope. 
I want better. I want good. The other day, I was listening to this dumb bitch speak, and I was trying to figure out why she was able to say these things. I wondered where these emotions and ideas were coming from. Most of all, I was puzzled at the existence of an individual like this. I've come to think that I'm a good person, but being that good person seems so unsustainable, like I have to try so hard to be it. Like I'm constantly going against the grain of what other people are doing and thinking and feeling. And in my attempt for empathy and understanding, it occurred to me that for every dumb bitch out there, there's an even dumber bitch listening and agreeing, validating and enabling. And I know I've got to have some in my audience because I know I've got some in my life. I know I've got some in my family. I've got some as friends. There are even special occasions when the expression dumb bitch comes out of my lips and it's directed at myself. One of the biggest reasons I want to do comedy is because dumb bitch is just such a natural thing to come out of my mouth and it's one of the only places I can think where it would be acceptable. With all the identifiers people are using these days, there still isn't employment where I can just point out who I deem to be a dumb bitch. Maybe I need to standardize what being a dumb bitch entails. Create a set list of certain specifications to identify and determine what one is. It's hard to set new standards in a society that bases everything off shit that was written 300 years ago or more. That's why I'm trying to get this shit all written down now so that in 300 years some Albert ideas will be out there and implemented in other people and society. But I'm out of rhythm. I'm not writing at the right times. I'm wasting and missing all of my energy and ideas and inspirations when they're there. It's so satisfying to experience them alone naturally and authentically as they arrive. Once you direct it into something else, once you take it and put it into writing, it dilutes that. It's a distant interpretation and there's going to be at least one more before you get to some type of finished product to express that. It's exploiting an emptying essence of existence. But also, my life's pretty different now. Even more so now that I've just been kidnapped. This, this is what I get for asking and expecting a free Bible. Now somebody else gets a free Albert. Hardly a fair exchange, but the type of exaggerated emphasis I'd expect in my honor, if you will. I think it's funny that I'm still pretending I have an audience and that I'm still trying to include inside jokes for that audience, when I know there's stuff I've exclusively included only in the podcast for that reason. Stuff that still hasn't been addressed by those people that was there for those people. It's like the vaccine, which they're giving out now for free, and I've never known anyone in this fucking United States to turn down anything for free. 
In fact, I have seen people go to such unreasonably exaggerated lengths for free shit that is clearly not worth it just because it is free. And still, there's so many people that just don't want to do it still linked together with the barrel of monkeys. There are plenty of reasons not to, and I'm not pointing fingers. I'm a reason not to. Look at me. Look at me, look at me, look at me. Look at how many misfires of the mouth I had in just the last episode. I hear most of them and just choose to keep them in there to see if anyone's listening. I don't think I'm good at being kidnapped. I keep hearing these people sigh like they're annoyed or upset with me and talking into this microphone. I'm not going to die, though. I know I'm not going to die. I know what it feels like because I have almost died before and it doesn't feel like I'm going to die or almost going to die. I've still got too much shit to do. I did say last week that I was going to tell you about how I almost died. But now it doesn't seem relevant and I don't want to say. I do want the website and the shirts and to make my deadline of June that I had posted on there, and I've got it all figured out pretty much. There were just a couple little things that came up here at the end that I've yet to work out, or just work on at all, but I will. I will get it done before June is done. I'll honor my word with that, as I am going to now with not wasting your time since I'm out of ideas and inspiration. I think it's mostly just the energy and timing, really, like I was saying before. But as a one-man operation that's gotten kidnapped and is sometimes a dumb bitch, I think I've done pretty well.